Hello, hello. We welcome you today to Love is Spoken Queer, Gospel Topics, LGBTQ plus voices. I'm Dustin Larson. And I'm Renee Hernandez. And welcome to Bonusode number six. We are now six bonusodes in. They're coming in hot and heavy because we just had one a couple of weeks ago too. I think it was last week. But yes, the voices of the restoration are strong with this one. So anyways, we are going to be looking at voices of the restoration, as I just mentioned. And this time around, it's going to be gathering to Ohio. And we get a very special lady here. Her name is Phoebe Carter, and she is the solo act of these Voices of the Restoration. So, Renee, let's just get right into it, and let's just go paragraph by paragraph and read her experience. Who would you like to start? Why don't you start us off, Mansabi? Sounds great. So here we go. Phoebe Carter. Among the many saints who gathered to Ohio in the 1830s was Phoebe Carter. She joined the church in the northeastern United States in her mid-twenties, though her parents did not. She later wrote of her decision to move to Ohio to unite with the saints. My friends marveled at my course, as did I, but something within impelled me on. My mother's grief at my leaving home was almost more than I could bear, and had it not been for the spirit within, I should have faltered at the last. My mother told me she would rather see me buried than going thus alone out into the heartless world. Phoebe, she said impressively, will you come back to me if you find Mormonism false? I answered, yes, mother, I will. My answer relieved her trouble, but it cost us all much sorrow to part. When the time came for my departure, I dared not trust myself to say farewell. So I wrote my goodbyes to each and leaving them on my table, ran downstairs and jumped into the carriage. Thus, I left the beloved home of my childhood to link my life with the saints of God. In one of those farewell messages, Phoebe wrote, Beloved parents, I am now about to leave my paternal roof for a while. I know not how long, but not without grateful feelings for the kindness which I have received from my infancy until the present time. For providence seems to order it otherwise now that it has been. Let us commit all these things into the hands of providence and be thankful that we have been permitted to live together so long under so favorable circumstances as we have, believing that all things will work for our good if we love God supremely. Let us realize that we pray to one God who will hear the sincere prayers of all his creatures and give us that which is best for us. Mother, I believe it is the will of God for me to go to the West, and I have been convinced that it has been for a long time. Now the way has opened. I believe that it is the Spirit of the Lord that has done it, which is sufficient for all things. Oh, be not anxious for your child. The Lord will comfort me. I believe that the Lord will take care of me and give me that which is for the best. I go because my master calls. He has made my duty plain. Oof. I can see why they gave her her own solo like actor. That was amazing. Phoebe is boss. Yeah, I have a lot of feelings going through my mind right now. But would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? Oh, you take it away. The first things that kind of came to my mind were a personal story for me. And then also all those queer individuals, whether they're ones of faith or ones of not. This is kind of what happens when they come out to their family. And they have to say, I have to go my own way. I have to live my life my way. I have to find my true calling in life. I have to live my authentic self. And for your family wanting the best for you, but also scared for you at the same time. And this really reminded me of when I came out to my mom and my dad, well, my parents, and they were at first fearful because they weren't as educated about the LGBTQ community as 
many people at the time weren't. And so they just knew it as this dangerous place of the unknown. And they were thinking that I was being thrown to the wolves. And I had to reassure them that this is something that I had to explore. This is something that I had to figure out for myself. And I had this strong feeling that it was pulling me in that direction. And then I felt like I was being pulled in the direction to become active again. And after my seven-year journey, my Jimmy journey, I came back home, basically where I felt like I needed to be. And my my family was happy and they rejoiced, but I still remember kind of the fear in their voices and the fear in the conversations that we had when I left and went to New York and kind of untethered myself from my upbringing. And I can really relate to both Phoebe and her parents. And the fact that she hated goodbyes in person and she wrote a letter, that's how I am too. Like I hate saying goodbyes. So I kind of sneak out the back door, like when I leave a job or I move or I do something, because I I just don't like that feeling of saying goodbye. So that's kind of how she did it as well. And so that's that's what I got is just a rush of emotions, a rush of feelings of I can understand where she was coming from, knowing that she was going towards a calling she felt she needed to fulfill and also trying to have empathy towards her parents' fear for her well-being because she knew that their fear was coming from a place of caring for her and they just didn't understand why she needed to do what she was doing. So that's that's what I got from it. Honestly, I admire Phoebe so much. I'm like, just thinking about the time that she lived in where there was no real means of communication except for letter writing that took weeks upon weeks to arrive to the person you want to send it to. This was incredible. I mean, for us, I'd goodbye as long as we have a good relationship with the individuals are only temporary and they're only a, a goodbye until you send them a text or you call them. You know, the only thing that really changes is the physical presence. But for her, it was everything, the physical, the auditory, the visual. There was none of that. She would be away from them completely, except for the light letter writing here and there. But she trusted in the vision the Lord had. She trusted in the messages she'd heard and she trusted in herself to know that this is what she wanted. And I love that so much. Like, I feel like she owned it. Like literally everything was going against her and she went for it. Uh, You know, she did it her way and she did it. And as a queer individual, that seems so empowering. I've always been admired by the power of women. The world is constantly telling women that they're not good enough, that they have this or this, or everybody wants to control everything about them, but they've overcome so much. And Phoebe's just another example of the incredible individuals they are even in the spiritual realm of things. I feel like in my experience, I've had different journeys. Like when I joined the church, I had to ask my, I decided I wanted to ask my mom and dad their blessing in regards to joining a different faith. My parents at the time weren't very active with any religion, even though they proclaimed Catholicism. But my grandma was, and um, I don't know if I've shared in the past, but my parents came to the States. I actually grew up with my grandma and grandpa for a few years. And so for the longest time, they were my mom and dad. And they did teach me a lot of strong religious Catholic values, which I still admire even to this day. And so telling my grandma was, it was probably one of the hardest things, but my dad told me something really sweet. Me and my dad didn't necessarily have the best relationship when I, when I was younger, but he told me that if I was still going to be following the Lord Jesus Christ, my grandma was going to be fine and she was going to be supportive. And she was, she was amazing. But it was scary and daunting, even the idea of moving away from my family's religious belief that also built on a lot of cultural nuances, right? But the funny thing is that 
now, I think I, my grandma is the only one who's actively Catholic. Everybody else is all these different religions. So in the end, it was actually pretty awesome because I learned a lot of values that I can kind of like connect with my family across the whole spectrum. The Jehovah Witnesses are a little trickier just because my uncle's a little bit, his personality is what makes it more heated, not necessarily the religion. But experience like that allowed me to really, kind of like you, as I, when I told my parents that I decided to go on a mission, my mom got really emotional because she knew I was going to be gone. And then I told her the limited communication that existed for missionaries, where she would, we would only be able to communicate on Mondays and it would only be through email. Obviously, a lot of that has changed now, but back then it hadn't. And my mom knew how dangerous El Salvador could be because, you know, we're from there. And so she knew certain areas were more dangerous than others. She knew that, that was I was going into that. And so she got very, very emotional, but she still gave me the support. She still was there when I needed her. The email that we got to send that every Monday, she would respond. And honestly, like, I can only imagine how Phoebe's mom meant, like, was feeling, even though she's asking her daughter, like, you know, if Mormonism ends up being wrong, come back. She's like, yeah, I'll come back. It just shows the power of both the mom and Phoebe in this, like, writing. And I thought it was amazing, just the power of women in general. My mom, honestly, is, she's always been my hero, but I think slowly she's also becoming, like, a role model for me more and more, just because, like, out of all the people who surprised me of how much they've changed in regards to my queerness is my mom and I'm getting emotional and I apologize for that but like my mom she didn't really like the idea that I was gay when I first came out or queer since I don't fully identify as gay but like and my dad like you know he wouldn't really even meet my eyes and every time I'd bring up the ideas of anything to do with queerness she would get emotional and she kind of like redirected towards how she was feeling right or how it was against the gospel and, and everything like that and when I started dating Tommy I decided to be super open with them and let them know that I was dating Tommy and the progression of our relationship and at one point I I was hoping to marry Tommy and so I talked to my mom and she was so amazing and supportive and at this point she'd already like liked Tommy she you know and stuff and she was actually helping me with the whole engagement thing and it was like one of the coolest connections me and my mom ever had because I felt seen by my mother and I think this with Phoebe is awesome um, I think her mom really did see her, but she also was going to miss her daughter. You know what I mean? And so I thought that was pretty incredible. And I just, the power of women, I think I went on a rant. I apologize. I think I got too emotional, but the power of women and the power of Phoebe is awesome. Power to that. I know. Thank you for sharing that. I think there's a lot of queer individuals that can relate to having this relationship with their mom or their dad. But like, again, it's the, I have to go my own way and the parents having to allow their child to follow their own destiny and being okay with that. And I think what both parents and queer individuals can do to make this transition a little easier is to know that if they turn to God and look for him to help them through it, they'll all come out great on the other side. But it is going to be some growing pains in the process. And you there are going to be changes in your relationship. And you're going to have to do things a little bit differently. But it, what it really boils down to is the love that you have for each other. And that's never going to change. That's always going to be there. And to just remember to hold on to that. And in times of trouble, to turn to God for him to remind you of that. And I think that's what Phoebe is a really great example of is she had to fulfill her destiny, but she had to also continue to let her parents know that this isn't going to change their love for each other. And I think Phoebe's mom and her dad had to realize that as well. I think it's just a really great example that that again, if we turn to God in times of need and times of confusion or uncomfortableness to just remember that it's all going to turn out great in the end. If we have our, our self-care at the center and to just know that love, love can see us through it. Yes, to all of that. 
Jesus Christ and love are like the best. And so listeners out there, if you'd like to join your queer voice or your voice or whatever voice you have (laughs) to the voices of the restoration, we have our queer voices, allies, you have your voices as well. If you'd like to join them with ours and the rest of the voices of the restoration, feel free to send them into our Gmail account, which is lovespokenqueer at gmail.com, or you can send us a direct message on social. So I think with that, Renee, we've come to another end of our bonus-ode, and we just would like to thank our listeners for listening and to remember to always be true to you. And love one another. Until next time. Bye. You've just listened to another episode of Love is Spoken Queer. If you want to join in on the conversation, feel free to send us an email at our Gmail account, which is lovespokenqueer at gmail.com, or send us a direct message on our social channels. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you really love our episodes and our show, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. That is the fastest way for us to share our words with everyone out there. So again, thank you for listening.